What is good, good people? What's up? What's good, y'all? How are y'all doing? This is episode three, and we are going to get right into it. So much has happened in the last couple of days. We lost Paul Mooney. Rest in peace to the comedic icon, Mr. Paul Mooney. Again, so much has taken place in the last couple of days. And ironically, Paul Mooney passed away on the birthday of Malcolm X. So, happy birthday to Malcolm X. Happy birthday to Biggie Smalls. Rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Losing so many legends. Rest in peace to DMX. Black Rob. It's crazy, man. It seems like so many of our legends are leaving. We gotta, we gotta make more, more legends. We have, we need new legends. I mean, we got some, but I don't know. It's crazy, man. To just see the people that you look up to in a generation, you know, not be here anymore. And it, I mean, it's, nobody's quote unquote worth more than anybody, but it's just some people not being here is so impactful. Just because their presence was so impactful. So for them to no longer be with us is, you know, equally as impactful. But, um, yeah, man, rest in peace to the great Paul Mooney, you know. I'm a big fan of his. I didn't grow up listening to Paul Mooney, but when I got older and discovered who he was, I went back and listened to a lot of his, his, his classic stuff. And then I learned he wrote for the greats. You know, when, he, when I learned he, who he wrote for, I was even more... You know, just amazed by his level of social and comedic genius. Because you had to be socially aware to be able to deliver the messages and, uh, you know, spirited comedy. You know, that's based in classism and racism and, you know, so many things that he approached it on. But, you know, he just was a genius on so many levels. So rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Again, happy birthday, Malcolm X. Happy birthday, Notorious Big. Um, but uh, it's a few things we need to cover. Ah, cover. <laughs> I made up a word, cover. A few things we need to cover. Um, Kwame Brown, for those of y'all who may not know who he is or what's going on with him, he's a uh, former Laker. He's a retired NBA player. That's all I know about him. I'm not going to say I know nothing else about him because if you know what's going on with him, he been getting in everybody's ass. That's it. They know something about him. That's all I know is he used to play for the Lakers. That's it. That's it. And he is firing everybody to fuck up. They keep his name in their mouth in the wrong way. They've been calling Kwame Brown a quote-unquote bust for the Lakers for years. And I mean, the bust thing is debatable because a lot of names, a lot of people come into the NBA and you know, some do things we didn't think they was going to do. You know, some, you know, kind of flounder out. I didn't follow Kwame Brown's career, namely because I wasn't a Lakers fan when he was there. You know, I wasn't a Kobe fan. I wasn't a Lakers fan. I couldn't stand the Lakers. I was one of those people. So I didn't follow Kwame Brown's career, but I always heard a lot of, you know, just negative down talk on his game or whatever he developed to be. And again, I didn't watch his game because I wasn't a Lakers fan when he was there. So, with all due respect to his game, I'm not going to say if he was a bust or not. I didn't watch his game. I wasn't a Lakers fan. So, and I ain't never playing the NBA, so who the fuck am I to call somebody a bust that made it to something that I never made it to? That's just how I see it. But however, he uh, been on a tear I'm not going to go into the back and forth that he's been 
having, so to speak, with um, former other retired players or journalists you know, on the Breakfast Club or whatever, because it's been a lot of people. I will say the one thing I didn't like, and not the one thing I didn't like from Kwame Brown, the one thing I did not like from Charlemagne, and I get it, man, he's a journalist, you know, journalists poke and prod and dig, and, you know, I get it, that's what you do, but you don't, you don't bring people's families into stuff, and I thought it was, like, it was corny that he brought up that man's family history, like, that'll get, somebody put their hands on you for that, like, that's the type of shit that if a nigga catch you in the street for, he gonna put his fucking hands on you. And we ain't talking about you owe me that five minutes, that ten minutes. Yo, he gonna leave your shit lump. You might get a buck fifty or a pumpkin head or some shit. Like, for real. You might end up in somebody's ER with some swelling on your brain from talking about people's families and their family history and what they may or may not do based off of whatever their relatives have done. Like, you don't bring people's relatives and family into, into anything, yo. Even if you know those things to be factual, not fact, not, you know, fact, fiction, whatever, you don't bring people's families into certain spaces. You want to attack somebody's career because they say he was a quote unquote bust. All right, whatever. Cool. Athletes had that happen to him all the time. It's fucked up because, again, a lot of times it's from people that can't get into that place that the actual athlete themselves is in. But, I mean, it comes with the territory. You want to attack somebody's character off the court. I mean, that's a little low of you to just attack somebody's character off the court. But whatever. That's your fucking, you know, that's, that's your business. That's if you, what you want to do, you do that. But to bring somebody's family tree up, yo, and talk about what they've been through and their charges. And, yo, that will get somebody putting their hands on you, bro. That's not cool at all. That's that I didn't like that shit at all. And I do believe, you know, everybody got a job to do. I get it. Charlemagne's a journalist, so you know, he has to know things. Well, I don't say he has to know things, but it benefits his craft and his profession to know things. So I get it. But it's gotta be a cutoff point somewhere where you know that you may be crossing a personal line that you just shouldn't cross. And I mean, if I was Kwame Brown and somebody said all of that stuff about my family, whether it's true or not, I won't beat their ass when I caught them too. Like, straight up, I would feel the same way he feel like, yo, when I catch you, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I would feel the exact same way. It makes complete sense that that man feels that way. Total sense. For real. So... But, you know, hopefully it don't come to no violence. We don't need no more of that shit. But I'm not a f- I'm not with the kindness movement. And I think we, we got a lot of, I think it's a kindness movement going on that's fucking some stuff up. And I say it's fucking some stuff up because I believe on the surface it's bringing people together and we're being able to have conversations that we couldn't have before. But I think on the back end of this kindness movement. And I heard the great Dave Chappelle say this. I don't know how he was referencing it, but I'm using it the way I want to use it. What is happening in this kindness movement is everybody's expecting acceptance from one another. 
And I think that's one of the problems. I don't think. Excuse me. Mm. I had to yawn. <laughs> for a long day. I don't think that's an issue. I know it's an issue. And I'm going to say it's an issue because, yes, you should just be more um, aware and accepting that everybody has different things going on with them at different times. So you shouldn't just be out here poking and part, prodding and pressing people's buttons and just saying, you know, left field shit because you can just say left field shit and you feel like you got a platform to do that with. I mean, that's cool while you out here, you know, getting your analytics straight and your, your fans is fucking with it. But when somebody that ain't in the position you in and they ain't got nothing to lose and don't give a fuck about you, your platform, your peoples, your money, your none of that shit, get to coming at you, you know, that's a different story. That man ain't sitting nowhere in no position with nothing to lose, so to speak. So he going to get in your ass. Yawn number two. <laughs> but, and rightfully so, he should. Shouldn't just bring people family up, y'all. You want to assassinate somebody's career, their character. You know, like I said, that's that's kind of low, that's kind of weak. But, I mean, it is what it is. You're a journalist. Do your job. I get it. But you don't bring people's family in it. You just don't do that shit. And if I was Kwame Brown, like I said, I would want to whoop his ass too. I don't know what happened between Kwame Brown and Matt Barnes or Steven Jackson. I didn't get into all of that, but I did hear, you know, what Charlemagne brought up about his family. And that was like, yo, this that you you done gone too far, bro. And if somebody catch him and whoop his ass, it's going to be like, bro, I hope they don't hurt him too bad. But you kind of put yourself in this position when you talk about people's family. You don't do that shit, bro. And I hope... Somebody give Kwame Brown a platform because he seemed like a real one. I mean, I don't know what direction they were going because clearly, you know, he coming at everybody's head. But at some point, that's going to lose steam. And I say that because stuff just happens all the time. I mean, from the perspective of what was going on before Kwame Brown, all of the heat was on Joe Budden. And everybody was looking at the Joe Budden and his podcast and the situation with that, you know, Kwame Brown jumped out and he took all of the fucking attention off of Joe Button. So somebody else or something else is going to happen. So I said that to say, I don't know if Kwame Brown could sustain in, you know, any space of just reiterating his deep disdain for these people. And if it would grow him a fan base, but Hey, shout out to Kwame Brown, shout out to any black man out here trying to make it. If you are this bitch trying to get it and they're going to give it to you and get that shit. I hope he get a platform. I hope he get some shit going behind. Like, straight up. I don't know that man. I wasn't no Lakers fan when he was playing. So, I can't say what he was or what he wasn't. All I know is his numbers like other people know. You know? But at the end of the day, everybody deserves some respect. And putting people's family inside of a conversation that don't have shit to do with that is just wrong. So, but that's just my take on it. Um, What's next? What else has fucking happened? I feel like a lot has happened. Like, like so much. You now you feel like a lot happened, but you can remember it, but can't because it's like, damn, so much of this shit happened. I'm reaching for a thought, and every time I think about one thing, something else pop up. But, you know, like I said, with Kwame Brown, that shit was crazy. It's been crazy. You know, you got this situation with, um, 
Palestine and Israel, man, I've been trying to learn more. That's what I've really been doing, looking at that, like learning more about the history of it and why it's happening and that it's not a war, it's more of a genocide. It's crazy, man. Like the is that shit is bananas, yo. Just to see people hiding from rockets. They're hiding from rockets. From missiles. I said rockets, missiles. They're hiding from missiles, bro. It's one thing to go outside and worry about if the Jack Boy's gonna pull up. Bruh, you sit in your house and a missile hit it. That's y'all number three, y'all. <laughs> but yo, you sit in your crib and you worried about missile hitting it. That shit over there, so crazy in the sense of. How random it is. They said that they're dividing up families. So if a family has multiple children. They're letting some of the children stay with the family. And then the other ones they're putting in other locations. So if they're attacked. A whole family is then wiped out. Like they're literally dividing their children. To protect the lineage of whatever their legacy may be behind. If they're attacked and they're killed. That's crazy. And I mean, I'm sure more of that happened in different genocides across mankind's history in different ways, but it's happening right now in Palestine, man. And it's sad, man. It's sad to see. I don't care what somebody trying to justify some shit for, bro. You can't tell me about no piece of history or nothing that's going to justify babies and women getting killed, yo. Nothing. You got little kids walking around in piles of rubble talking about they just little kids and they don't know what to do, yo. And they whole families getting taken from them at one fell swoop. That's some scary shit, bro. And it's heartbreaking to know as people this is only as far as we've come. That we take our time and our money and our technology and our energy and invest that shit into weapons. I'm not about to get into the finger pointing or all of this shit. Because I know it's blood on everybody's hands involved in this shit. Everybody. Except for them babies and them damn women and people down there that they killing. It ain't no blood on their hands. But there's blood on the hands of everybody else involved in this shit. So I ain't even about to politicize this shit. I just will pray to see it stop. Because it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Turn your fucking TV on, bro, and see this kids hiding from missiles. Like they're sitting at home every day. They're at their mosque and they're praying and they're hoping missiles don't hit it. They're hoping they don't get just completely overrun and shot and killed just for praying. This shit is bananas, man. Free Palestine. Straight up. Um. Last thing I gotta mention before I go. Um, this new Cole album is incredible. Shout out to J. Cole. This motherfucker dropped the album and then said he hit the Kanye in the bush line. He said, Fuck y'all niggas, I'm out of here and went and played ball in Rwanda. That's like one of the most gangster ass endings for a rap career potentially. Like if he never came back and did shit else, who the fuck else can say I came in this shit? I dropped this good-ass music. I had a strong-ass, steady run. I got a 
a built-in fan base that they never go anywhere. And I put out a classic album and then started hooping for another country's basketball team when I was fucking done. That's incredible, yo. So shout out to Cole. Shout out to Dreamville. Just this incredible piece of work. It's incredible. So um, I'm going to need y'all to keep listening to these episodes. Keep subscribing. Keep liking. I'm getting ready to get on out of here. I want to send one final shout out to my babies, my princess, my junior, and my man Isaiah. You guys are my greatest creation, daddy. Love y'all. Be kicking it with y'all soon, man. But that's all for right now. So I'm going to go. And I hope y'all enjoy yourselves, man. I love y'all. Peace.